$200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Super NES uh, Podcast, episode number 116 for you. Uh, as always, I'm Greg. He's George. So I. I'm made out of clay. We should all be made I out of clay. I couldn't think of anything good. I'm sorry. Hey, that works. We should all be like made out of clay. Um, you know, I think people like, you know, I think people like more flexible and softer these days, the world would be a better place. Sure. <laughs> um, anyway, on that. <laughs> coming, coming to you in, in claymation form. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, we're covering a game that's actually related very similar uh, to another game we covered a while back, uh, which versions we're talking about here in like a moment. Uh, we're looking at the platformer game uh, Claymates, uh, which is developed by Virtual Concepts and published by Interplay of the Super NES uh, in North America, April, uh, April of 1994. And for some reason, Europe got it first, uh, November, uh, November 1993. Uh, this they is begged only... really hard for it. Um... I don't know. Visual Concepts is a, <laughs> uh, Visual Concepts is a American company, so um, Interplay probably just simply wanted to put the game out in Europe first for some reason. So I have no idea. But this is the uh, this but 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 but, this, but it is curious. This is the first case I remember of a game being released in Powerlands first. So, but anyway, uh, this is a Patreon pick. Uh, we want to give a special um, a special thanks to. Uh, <laughs> Shout to Daniel, one of our recent five uh, $5 backers, who requested this game. Said it was, uh, you said it was a childhood favorite of his, and I can see why. Um, you know, it's a very, you know, it's a very competent, well put together platformer. That's pretty, um, you know, you know, it's pretty well, you know, it's pretty well, you know, it's pretty well uh, thought of these days. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no harm. Yeah, there's no harm saying it. Um, um, I cover it now. Just, um, um, but uh. So the reason that like the reason the reason I said this game is similar to another game we covered in the past, the, the past like, the, the, like, the, like this game shares a lot in common uh, with the fighting game Clay Fighter, uh, because uh, these games, these games were developed with the same tools, the same engine. Um, uh, they both use the same, um, uh, yeah, they both use the same uh, like clay animation uh, graphical style, uh, and they both developed the same company, uh, Visual Concepts. So. Uh, Visual Concepts said they wanted to do something else with the technology because, of course, they spent all that time and money uh, developing Clayfire in the first place. So, uh, platformers were, uh, platformers like, were very popular, uh, were a very popular genre in Super Nintendo during this time period. So, uh, like the idea of making a clay-inspired uh, platformer game just came by great to mind. So, uh, side note here, just like real quick, I think I mentioned it before in the past, but you know, um, um, as a kid, I was a big you know, I was a huge fan of platformers, like about the NES and Super NES games. Um, and he's not just talking about his size. <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, because, well, because platformers, platformers were one of the biggest genres back then. So it's like, 
No, like the like platformers, there was a large chunk library that you're missing out on. So, um, so, uh, but I never got around to playing this game uh, back when it was new. I just, uh, it just, I just never got to it for some reason or another. Um, you know, even though the game did review very well when it came out, which we'll talk about here like later on, but. Um, nowadays, however, by the time I got into college, my taste had changed, and I changed, and I was gravitating more toward genres like RPGs and simulation games and whatnot, and I didn't really, so I really, have, uh, so I really have not played too many platformers since then, but, uh, it's, um, it's definitely, it's definitely curious to go back and look at an old platformer like this and play it for the first time, and, uh, first time and be like, yeah, you know, if I played this back when it first came out, you know, how would I have liked it, and just, uh, uh, all that kind of stuff, so, um, it's interesting, I think we would so, I think we would have covered this game eventually, uh, eventually, if not, uh, if it hadn't been a Patreon pick. Um, it would have been your pick, though. <laughs> yes, George is, not a huge, George is not a huge fan of platformers, but that's fine. I mean, like, you know, it's good, you know, he's a very good yin, uh, back to my yang, as far as, like, talking about this game, so. I actually, so, I was thinking about something recently, and, uh, I realized that... Um, platformers back then were kind of like the action games now, or whatever you want to call them, because the reason why platformers kind of just disappeared is because when the the uh, third dimension came into play with uh, things like the PlayStation and whatnot, you were able to do more, like you were able to run around a 3D world and actually, you know, go around and smack people and whatnot, and that's oh, yeah. yep. kind of what evolved into, you know, open world games and so on and so forth as we know them now. So that's kind of why the platformer died, because platformer was basically the action genre for for that era, you know. I think the quiz against um, classic example, like the, the example of that game, like Super Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario, that's sixty four. Right. Yeah. I mean, that still had platforming, but yes, also like <laughs> combat was like they they opened that up more right. because Mario was able to. Yeah, punch and and whatnot. So, yep. You know, um, yeah. uh, you know, there are still there are still some three D platformers being made these days. Um, oh, know, certainly. Uh, right. Yeah, and the two D platforming and and two D platforming is it's like alive and well things like indie games. Uh, so the genre is not tired. So, like you're right. The genre the, the genre is not dead. The genre the genre the genre just simply lost a lot of its popularity. Uh, that used to because like you said, technology. I think. I think evolved and allowed it for it to be changed to be changed in numerous ways. So All right, I'd rather um, run around punch people than <laughs> jump on platforms and throw baseballs or something. Right, exactly. So yeah. So uh, claymates, uh, we've already talked about visual concepts, and, uh, 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 visual concepts of developer and interplay productions uh, the publisher during our Clayfighter episode uh, from last year. So check that out. I check that out. If you want to hear additional information about my company. Um, what episode number is that? You would ask me that. I don't remember. <laughs> of course, um, I'd ask you that because I know you didn't know. Yes, uh, it's in the nineties. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Uh, it, it's a special. Um, you know, it was the uh, it was the guest episode uh, with Shinto, for, uh, uh, like the Jaguar podcast. Uh, right. Doing, so, but uh, so so the story for this one that would like, be episode one hundred and one. One hundred and one. Okay, so oh, right at the draft episode. Okay, a little bit later than I thought it was. Cool. All right. Yeah, so. you were you were you were almost there, right? So the story for this game is explained to you like in the opening cutscenes. It's, it's like it's a pretty simple, basic, cartoony platformer story. Um, uh, you play as Clayton, who's the son of Professor like Professor Putty. I'm not making this up. That's his name. Um, 
Um, and uh, your father has... She says your father is uh, because of a breakthrough uh, with a special kind of a formula. Um, uh, the formula the formula will allow people to turn uh, clay like the animals. Why anybody would want this, I have no idea, but that's what it is. So, um, so uh, I don't know. Maybe you can turn the clay into an animal and hunt the animal and get food. I don't know. Wouldn't wouldn't the, wouldn't the food taste like clay though? Okay, you got me there. <laughs> I, but it would would it would it make it edible clay then? Would it be like clay meat or? Ah, uh, is there edible clay? <laughs> <laughs> but well, no. But I'm I'm saying, what if it you know you turn clay into an animal? Does that if it's still made out of clay, does it make it edible now or? Hmm. It might make the animal easy. Uh, 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 you know, might, you know, might make the animal easy. The animal easier to control, so you can hunt with it and uh, hunt with it. I, I think so. I think we are asking the wrong questions here, actually. Yes, like I said, you know, like I said, this is a very, <laughs> like you know, like I said, this is a very silly plot. Don't read too much into it. But um, anyway, anyway, continuing the silliness, a witch doctor comes along um, and steals the formula and turns you, uh, Clayton, like into a lump of clay. So you have to go on a quest to to save your father. Um, shop the witch doctor and get the formula Oh, back. I get it, Clayton. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. This game, yeah, this game, like Clay Fighter, is filled with like tongue, uh, tongue in cheek references. So, um, I actually, I actually, that was just a joke. I got, I got it before. Well, well, well. There's another, well, there's another joke in the, so there's another joke like the game box. Did you see the picture of the game box, George? I did not. Okay, the front of the game box touts the game having blaze processing. Which of course is a play oh. on right. Which of course is a play on blast processing for the Genesis. So. Mm, that gave me a headache. <laughs> I just imagine all the jokes people are going to come up with now. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So like Clay Fighter, this game is filled of uh, you know, yeah, this game is filled of like tongue-in-cheek joke references, and the manual is also chock full of them. So, um, but anyway, um, so you have. So you have your basic platformer game here. Well, I say basic. I say basic in the basic sense that if you play one platformer, you know how to play most platformers uh, of this time period. So uh, there are six stages all together in the game, with a boss fight at the end of each stage. Um, George and I, uh, George and I, were talking about this like off mic a little bit before the podcast. For some reason, for some reason, they only use three buttons, uh, three, out of, uh, three out of four um, face buttons, like on the controller. Yeah, they uh, use three buttons for four functions. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Um, yeah. I mean, the controllers are fine, but I think George is right. The layout, the layout of the buttons on the controller is not the best, unfortunately, with this game. I think, and you can't change it. Uh, it doesn't. Games. It doesn't make any sense because, well, you have jump, then you have your your attack and your special attack. Those are those three separate buttons. But also, the attack button, if you hold it down, is is run. Why? You have another button on the on the. You have another face button on the controller there, or you have the L and R. You know, I don't think that's used in this game either. Right. And it yeah. just it, it just makes me question why did they do this? Why did they? It's not a situation where you only have like two face buttons, like a NES controller or whatever. You mm -hmm. have four right. buttons right there. Yeah. And they decided to use three for four functions. Yeah. Uh, interesting design. I'm not sure either. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, this game, this this game only came out Super NES, so they, uh, like they didn't have to take into account the three button, the, the right. three button, three, three button Genesis controller. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 
don't answer for you. Um, you know, the, the controllers are fine once you get the hang of it. Um, it's just the button placement and how they do things is not, uh, it was not ideal. I definitely, you know, definitely you know, um, I definitely agree with you like of that. Um, so, uh, the, so this game does have some very cool features, some, 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 some cool features, like it's pretty, like, unique, um, and some, um, and some pretty, like, unique aspects to it. Uh, the animals themselves are definitely one of the, like, coolest aspects, uh, aspects of it, because, um, I, I think I mentioned to you, like, last week, George, this game reminds me a little bit about, the concept's kind of similar to the old NES game, uh, a little Nemo Dream Master by Capcom. Um, okay. We had uh, um, uh, uh, where Nemo could control uh, c- control animals that uh, c- control animals that game by tossing candy, candy by throwing candy, yep, uh, candy like their mouths. And that allowed you like I said allowed you I said allowed you doing that allowed you to ride them. Um, in this game, like in this game, you actually do, in, in this game you use the powers of the clay to actually uh, to, to, uh, to 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 actually to, to actually turn into the animal. So. Yeah. You, uh, uh, so you get all the, uh, so you get all the skills, functions, weaknesses of that animal. Um, uh, the, when you do so, certain, uh, certain stages introduce uh, um, the animals, the animals certain times. Uh, like for example, um, you know, you know, just to give an example, like the, uh, an example for the first stage, Clayton's yard. You only have, uh, uh, you only have three, like three out of five animals like available to you. So. Um, and in some areas, some areas, some areas of the stage, you have to be that animal. Um, you know, the other areas of the game, you can, you can, you can get by with being something else, uh, that's not recommended. So, right. um, so, you know, it depends upon your playing skill and how good you are and that kind of stuff. So, um, let's talk about the animals, like, real quickly. There is Muxter, uh, the cat, um, who, like, Oh, they have cat- names. Yeah, they do. Oh, you didn't tell me this before. <laughs> I didn't know they had names uh, because the names uh, because the names are only contained in the manual. This is got to remember of old games. A lot of the information about the games was only contained in the manual, so and not mentioned anywhere else. Yeah, that's weird. Well, lim- limited limited cart size. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but uh, so, like most cats, Muxter uh, is able to attack with his claws, which is the uh, claws. Like it's a very good attack. Um, you can also. Um, uh, he can also cling to trees and climb, uh, uh, climb and tre- climb the trees and climb, uh, climb, and climb them up and down that way. Not, not, not like most cats. Most cats, from my experience, are able to get up trees very easily, but it, but getting down can be a real challenge. <laughs> uh, so we're glad Muxter is able to climb down trees. So um, his drawback: uh, one hit, and you're dead. So we've got to be very careful with him uh, that you'll get hit. Then you have uh, Uzi the mouse. Um, he is uh, uh, he's the fastest enemy. Uh, sorry, enemy. Yeah, okay. Fastest animal in the game uh, that you can control. Um, and he's also very small, so his hit, uh, so his hit detection so his hit detection box is very like very minimal, which helps. Um, so uh, the downsides: uh, his attack is very short range, unless you um, you know, unless you like power up twice to get. A, Power up twice to get the projectile attack, so you really got to get up, uh, um, get up close to, to do, to do well placed attacks, uh, attacks to your enemies. Okay, um, 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 it makes Uzi one of the more difficult, uh, difficult creatures to control, I think. Um, you know because of that. So, then you have Goopy the fish, and all these names are trademarked, by the way. <laughs> I feel like they gave up after the fish, or at the fish, they gave up right, right up, the, right at the fish. 
Right. I don't so. know. We need to give him a name. So, <laughs> um, so Goopy's able to swim around the sea very, uh, uh, very easily, quickly. He's very maneuverable. Um, he's also able to jump out on the shore. We can just, um, uh, your your controls on the ground, your controls on the ground are are are, are more sluggish uh, with him as opposed to being um like in the water. But he's playable on, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, playable on land. He only be on land for a short period of time, though. Um, uh, you know, holding his breath, that kind of stuff. If you're on, if you're on land too long with him, he turns back. Um, he turns back into, um, you know, he turns back into Clayton again. So, uh, his attack is to spit air bubbles at late enemies. Um, so that's how. So pretty good damage, like of him. Then you have Globmeister, uh, the Gopher. Um, I was who... right. Yeah, they gave up at the fish. <laughs> Um, who has a very long-range attack, the longest, uh, uh, uh the longest-range attack we have any kind of creature in the game. Uh, he's also able to dig in some spots, which is the, uh, on which they're very handy. So, um, his drawback, uh, he's a very slow creature, so, um, he's probably one of the slowest creatures in the game, so you gotta be, you know, move, like, move with him, like, very carefully, very carefully, but you're not gonna be able to avoid, like, to, um, you avoid, like, a lot of the, uh, avoid the... Like avoid a lot of like enemies' attacks uh, with him. Right. And finally, finally we have Dodo the the, the bird. Uh, Dodo's able to fly, of course. Obviously, um, he's not very graceful doing it. He's kind of clunky, uh, you know, clunky to control that way. But um, uh, um, but you can fly over enemies, and, uh, fly fly over enemies, enemies. They can also reach uh, areas. There is a stage. Every stage, uh, stage, uh, stage, uh, other stage, uh, a stage that nobody other creature can reach. It's it's a little, it's a little bit like uh, Mario in Mario Three uh, when he's a raccoon, uh, uh, um, uh, able to fly. Um, you know, kind of a you know similar you know similar control scheme. Uh, able to reach hidden areas of the stage, that kind of stuff. So, uh, and like Mario, he has to have like um, uh, he has to have like a runway, uh, kind of uh, quote unquote. He has to build up his speed to be able to get up in the air. So, uh. As you gotta make sure you gotta have enough uh, ground room, ground room to have him like take off. Um, he uh, and so yeah, the main and so the main drawback for him is like like I before, yeah, he's he's kind of clumsy, doesn't handle very well, but um, um, uh, still winning on the ground. So, but yeah, all these names definitely have a kind of a clay uh, connection to them uh, in some way or form. But uh, yeah, they're very. Interesting names, to say the least. <laughs> Wait, how do, what does what does Dodo have to do with clay? Uh, well, do um, like you know, like D O U G H. That's not wait, like wait, oh, is that what it, is it spelled like that? No, it's spelled D O H D O H. But you know, that, like, that's what I was asking. Okay, but it's pronounced the same way. So at least I, I, it's pronounced I, the same I, way. <laughs> I do not have current access to the spaniel. Yeah. So I, when you said Dodo, I thought you just meant like D-O-D-O. Mm. Yep, that's right. Okay. Um, but uh, so um, yeah. So like speeding, speeding like like speeding up change between the animals. Uh, so the animals back and forth uh, during the game at will is a very like cool aspect. I thought um, it definitely adds a lot of the game, uh, on the gameplay like to the game because it's like there's certain ways you can approach certain certain the stages with them. Uh, certain ways you can, uh, I'm, I'm certain ways you can attack the enemies, and whatnot. Um, you know, I think it really adds a lot of like originality like, to the game. It, it kind of makes it more interesting, interesting than your average platformer, or platformer like Joe Blow the whole game. 
um, you know, uh, uh, I would like one set of attacks, attacks and skills. Um, so there's also there's also uh, there's also uh, there's also there's also an interesting thing uh, that happens toward the end of every stage. Um, there's a um, hmm, okay. Um, how can I best describe this? Uh, there's kind of a kind of a puzzle you have to go like go through, um, which is referred to as uh, um, I mean, which is referred to as being like it's being called a um. um yeah, uh, yeah, there's a puzzle, yeah, it's a puzzle, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a puzzle in a very, uh, uh, um, stage, which, like, there's, uh, there's enemies in the game that you have to, like, manipulate around, uh, to get them to do certain things to advance, uh, it's, it's like a basic game, it's like, it's very curious, um, it's, it's yeah, it was to... a very interesting design, yeah, that right. you had to get these robots to chop down these trees to get on to, right, the next level, it, it... I don't know where that came from, but no, me neither. It difference. adds another. <laughs> in, uh, what? Yeah, no. Yeah. It adds another layer to it, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, that. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, like you know, that's kind of different. Uh, there's also. Uh, yeah, there's it's, a, it's nothing crazy too. It's right. A simple little puzzle. And yeah, it's pretty easy. The so, next yep. place. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's also uh, uh uh there's also there's also there's also two bonus levels that you can access in the game by doing certain things. Um, uh, I'm not sure if you ran into both these bonus levels, George, but. Um, during the game, uh, I, I, during the game, to play the game, you collect crystals. Uh, crystals operate kind of like with coins, like the, uh, coins, um, uh, coins you the Mario games. Uh, if you collect 100 crystals, the crystals game, like, you go to a special bonus level, uh, which is called the grid. Uh, 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 your obstacle here is to play to bounce, um, uh, you have to bounce, uh, there's some yellow squares that light up, and you have to bounce them, like, in order. Uh, and if you do that correctly, you Flavors so you have an extra life. Hmm. So they make you so 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 they offer the coins. They get, they give you the chance to get an extra life, but they make you work for it. So it's curious. Um, there's also George. You you probably um uh, you probably like like this one the best. Uh, every now and then during the game, if you look around, you can find hidden uh, uh letters. Uh, that's about the word clay. Right. Uh, if you collect all four letters, uh. Uh, like in the stage, uh, they go up to another bonus level, which is uh, which is basically just like pachinko balls. I mean, you, kind of. Yeah. So, but uh, reminded me of pinball. Yeah. It's got the bumpers and the right. all that stuff, all the switches and whatnot. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. So like two, yes, yeah, so like both. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I really enjoyed both these bonus games. Um. Uh, so bonus games of being here, kind of. Um, you know, kind of. Um, you know, kind of. You know, kind of went above and beyond the platformer, uh, um, like it's now at a basic level. So it was fun to, so you know, fun to have those. Um, there's also, uh, there's also, there's also, there's also again the Mario games. Uh, there's also plungers that you can, uh, plungers that you can, uh, plungers that you, plungers that you can, um, that you can run through every now and then. Uh, if you, if you activate this, if you lose, a, um, uh, if you lose your life, you'll start the stage again, like at that point. So, in some, yep. in, some, in, in some stages, pretty long. So thank God they're here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was really happy. To, yeah, I was really happy to see those. So, uh, there is a. Uh, 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 there's also there's also there's also unlimited continues in the game. So um, has that going for it. Um, there's also uh, I, I suppose the game. I suppose the game. You can also find a whole bunch of other special items. Um, 
Uh, you know there are, um, you know there are eyes that will reveal hidden objects for you. Uh, balloons uh, will allow you to be carried up. I uh, carry, uh, I carry up, carry up like the sky to grab it, which will allow you to find like certain, uh, the, uh, uh, certain items. Invincibility potions will make you uh, invincible, invincible for a short period of time. Uh, hammers will cause enemies to freeze and scream for a few seconds of time. So. Does that make you a hammer, brother? No, unfortunately, unfortunately not. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> they would be, yeah, they would have been super Nintendo like they've done that. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I don't know. They don't own brothers and they don't own hammers, do they? <laughs> I don't know. They would have tried, though. You know how you. Like, like, I don't see Happy Nintendo is. So. Hey, you have a character with a mustache in your game. We're gonna see. <laughs> uh, you also have magnets. Uh, will draw the crystals toward you. Uh, leave ones you can't see. That's, uh, I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, the twister, the twister will unleash a whirlwind. Uh, that will destroy. I uh, know yeah, that will destroy all enemies. Uh, like in your path for a short period of time. Um, and dimensional doors will do. Uh, um, and dimensional doors. Dimensional doors. We're taking secret areas. Kind of equipped again, like a Mario, uh, like going down a pipe. Uh, uh, a pipe like finding a coin room. So, um, enemies in the game include some very interesting designs. Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean the animals, the, uh, the enemies themselves are pretty basic, but how they look in the game, uh, the, like the attack they do, like are pretty cool. Um, there are limited, but not included. Uh, a limited but not exclusive. There are bulldogs, uh, malleable ducks, pr prickly snails, uh, snapper heads, clay nose sharks, sumo wrestlers, spitting, cl uh, spitting, uh, spitting like clamandos, which are supposed to be but uh, you know, to to related dragons, uh, mud skippers, uh, claymore dragons themselves, uh, samurais, evil clouds. Uh, bees, weasels, weasels, and homing mines. So, um, and you know, and you also have like uh, bosses. Some of the bosses are Weebigle, uh, the spider, uh, Ben the dog, Corky the clam, and Jobo the uh, uh, the human. Um, I guess it's a I guess it's a human primal. I guess look at this picture. So okay, no uh, idea. Yep. So, um. So, graphics. As I mentioned before, this game uses the same uh, claymation uh, uh, engine that the Clay Fighters does. Um, so, the whole game is a very, like, you know, like, uh, clay... Well, well, a lot of the game has a very, like, clay look to it. Um, but, I really... But, yeah, like, I really like these graphics. Uh, you know, they're very bright, car uh, bright, colorful, cartoony. Uh, nice detail on them. Um, you know, like, uh, 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 you know, very smooth scrolling. Um, you know, like, very good, like, small detail... Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of caretaking touches in the game, in, in the game, the graphics, as far as, like, the, you know, the water, the, the attacks, the enemies, and the water, and the water, how it flies around, uh, the clouds, and whatnot. Uh, yeah, very, very good-looking graphics. It's a very handsome-looking game. Yeah, and it also has a very nice, like, uh, style to it as well. Hmm. You know, with all the, um, with the level design and all the assets with that. Like, you know, the different areas, they're not all the same. You know, at the beginning you have, was it Clean's Backyard or whatever? Clean's yeah, Yard. Yep, 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 that's it. And uh, it's basically like a, you know, it's kind of like being in somebody's backyard or front yard or something. And you're running around there. It's almost like a rural area or something. And then you have, what is it? There's like a beach-like level. Yep. There's also like a 
ancient Japanese-themed area as well, I think? Yeah, the stages are the backyard, the Pacific, Japan, Africa, like an outer space. All right, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, each place doesn't, you know, obviously doesn't look the same. And and uh, they, there's definitely a lot of effort put in this game. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's definitely got style, I have yeah. to say. There's definitely style to it. Kind of reminds me a little bit about Earthworm Jim, like the graphics, see the graphics in that game. Like, remember that game, George? I don't want to. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It it doesn't have the same kind of feeling, but I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Earthworm Jim because... ha had a lot of style as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And the developers, yeah, the developers said they wanted this game to, I uh, wanted this game to kind of be the the Super NES version of Sonic, um, as far as the you know well, not to. Not so much as far as the enemies, uh, the enemies, the enemies that is, uh, you know, as far as the, you know, as far as the graphics, uh, graphics, uh, graphics, graphics concerned, like as far as the play levels, they want to be bright, colorful, uh, detail, that kind of stuff. So, um, I, I wouldn't compare this to Sonic. It doesn't really have the same kind of feel. Well, I'm just saying what the developers said. So, <laughs> well, I know, but I'm, I'm saying what I want to say. Yeah. What I want to say is, uh, I don't have that kind of feeling. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely, you know, this is a very, um, you know, the clay, the clay animation really only shows up, I think, with the enemies, like, if you're, the enemies, like, the creatures yourself, um, so it's not right. quite, um, but still, they do look, you know, you know, they do look clayish, uh, without really being, like, you know, uh, they have a more, that's what I want to use for it, they have a more realistic look, as opposed to the cartoony fighters, uh, fighters that, the uh, fighters that you're using the clay fighter, I suppose, um, might be yeah, this way. definitely looks different from Clay mm. Fighter. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very. Very. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very. This looks know, very... more not cinematic, but more like. Oh, I don't know how to explain it. Because Clay Fighter looked. It definitely looks different in the sense of how how they made it or whatever. This looks more. I guess. I guess all I could say is really cinematic in a sense. Not exactly what I mean, but there's right, def yeah. definitely a different style to this game compared to Clay Fighter. I think Clay Fighter was supposed to be more goofy and wacky and whatnot compared to this game, really. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. as much as this game is about being a, a person being turned into clay, like it <laughs> turned into different clay animals, but yeah. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, so yeah, uh, like very, very uh, good-looking game. So it looks, you know, even like 2019. Uh, this showed like very like handsome-looking game. Uh, so like, um, um, just like, yeah, very, uh, very like very uh like very bright, colorful, colorful, colorful game. One of the best-looking games in the system, I think, uh, um, as far as that goes. So, um, the mu music also in this game is very, very good. I thought. Uh, they really, they tried to match the music to sound like the sound, uh, you know, they, you know, they tried to, uh, they tried to, they tried to theme this, the music, the music of the stage. Uh, right. you know, for, uh, for example, Japan is a very, uh, Japanese sounding theme. Uh, Africa has a very, like, you know, tribal, a lot of drums, um, you know, like, uh, harsh sounding tones. It's just Africa by yeah. Toto. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yo, I'd be fine with that too. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, soundtrack of this game is very good. I was, uh, you know, I was expecting it uh, to be anything, but the music, um, um, you know, with the music, uh, but I was very pleasantly surprised by the music in this game. Yeah, it's very fitting, and again, it just adds to 
what I said uh, with the it's got style. This this game has style. Yeah, you could say yep. that about basically every aspect of this game. Right. So. Yeah, and uh, we already so we were so like we were talking about the controls, uh, the pros and cons of that. Um, yeah. So, um, there are uh, again like the Mario games. Uh, the developers they've always clearly were inspired by the Mario games. Uh, there are uh, there are secret secret warp uh, warp gates uh, um, like in this game. Uh, um, uh, if you go to certain areas 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 in both stages and do uh, um, do a certain action. Uh, you, you can be warped automatically to the next stage. So, that's cool. Um, the game itself actually has a pretty... The game itself actually has a pretty... Has a pretty, um... Good length for a platformer. Uh, the most... The most long plays on YouTube of this game average about three hours. Uh, yeah, I um, saw that. Yeah. Um, there is a... There is a... There is a tool-assisted speedrun in the game in 37 minutes. Uh, Sounds about right. Actually, I would like to see that. And I saw uh, a non-tool-assisted speedrun for, I think it was like an hour or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hour, a few uh, minutes. Oh, here's a, oh, here's a, oh, uh, here's a tool-assisted speedrun that's actually even faster, 15 minutes. That's tool-assisted. Yes. Ooh, he might use the warps. That may be the difference between like his game versus the other game. Do you have a link for that? Uh, yes, I do. One second, please. Because who knows, maybe there's some kind of weird exploit where, like, you clip through something and then kaboom, the game blows up and then you win. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 1521. Wow. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, let's see, what else can I say about the game? Uh, the, cha uh, the challenge of this game, I thought the game was pretty, was a pretty good challenge, maybe a little bit easy. Uh, I think the game was designed for kids, so I understand them making the game kind of more on the softer side, and maybe just because... I mean, this no. game... This game kind of looks like something that was made for kids, but also, like... I think it's also, like, good enough to be something for adults as well, because it's not... True. It's not super hard, but it's... It's got some sort of challenge in the sense of... Sure. You know, getting from point A to point B and whatnot. Right. So yeah, yeah. So the difficulty of the game, like, felt um, uh, so so I think like I think like I think like very good platformer platformer players will have, will have this game a bit easy, uh, but for most other people uh, uh people out there, especially kids, I, I think that um, you know, I think they'll find um, I think they'll find this game to be a very uh, to, to be a very good, uh, a very good difficulty level. Um, and yeah, right. I can you know, and yeah, I can still see kids playing this game and having fun with it. Uh, I. Just having fun with the 2019, uh, be, um, you know, because how the game, you know, you, you know, because how the game looks, like looks and plays, that kind of stuff. Yeah, this tool assisted speedrun is certainly using all of the warps. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I figured that was a difference. I, I think the um, I think the one that's in 37 minutes uh, just goes through the whole game. Like if I, um, you know, like, uh, uh, like if I like using the warps. So. That's interesting how it shaves it down to 15 minutes if you use the warps. That's mm. curious. Well, the Mario games you're able to uh, the Mario games you're able to you're able to go through those games in like about 10, 15 minutes usually. Like if they use the warp, so uh, you know you know it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah but also, it, again, it's it's one of those things where like, of course, this would never happen like back then around the time the game came out because nobody would have really 
known about every single warp. Maybe you found one by accident somehow, or mm. you found the information on how to warp in a specific place. But uh, you know, how are you supposed to supposed to know that? Like, oh, hey, right here is, you know, oh, right here you jump four times, and then, oh, hey, you warped. You know. Yeah, the warps in this game are not easy to find. I mean, it's not like yeah. warp crystals like in the Mario games. I mean, these warps you I mean, these warps you really have to know. I can't see anybody find these warps by accident because, yeah. because they require they require a very specific jump, a certain number of jumps, and a certain number of you know a certain location uh, to activate them. So I mean, uh, imagine if like a Super Mario Brothers three or whatever came out now. Uh, I'm sure somebody at some point would figure out where all the warps are so you could get to the last world very quickly and then a lot of people wouldn't see like the whole game because they probably just look it up online and be like oh how do i beat this game or whatever you know mm -hmm. right so yeah. but uh, game uh, design doesn't it, video games are totally different nowadays so oh yeah of course so yeah yeah um so uh yeah uh oh um so one thing we talk about, um, so the, like one last thing I can, uh, uh, so one last thing I can talk about. Uh, there are objects you, uh, the objects also defined in the game. Uh, you need to, uh, uh, you know, these objects will be, these objects will be used to have to solve puzzles because there are some puzzles in the game too. Um, right. You know, pretty easy puzzles I think, but there are, um, you know, but they are here. Uh, transport, uh, teleporters, for, teleporters for example, uh, will move claim to another point like in the level. Um, so, and oftentimes, like, oftentimes, oftentimes, the trend that the teleport is the only way to reach an area of the stage, the stage that you wouldn't be able to reach otherwise, usually. Um, clouds can be walked on this game, curiously enough. <laughs> um, um, it seems like this game doesn't have, like, a, a limit on how fast you can move. So true, the tool assisted yeah. speedrun just, like, totally exploited that. And there was a level that was just, like, a long stretch going across. So they yeah. just they just used that exploit and they were really zooming ahead <laughs> wow yeah it's funny what you find like in old games <laughs> yeah yeah uh, or or newer games i mean the, they had true. that thing with um yep. uh half-life 2 oh yeah where, like, yep you yeah. were able to the bunny hop and then they fixed it but then they right. broke it because you were able to like go faster backwards right I, yeah weird weird stuff look it up yeah. if you're interested for more details yeah, yeah, the speedrunners, yeah, the speedrunners, the speedrunners probably also make heavy use, heavy use of zoomers. Uh, those are objects in the game that would like zip you along. They have like rapid, do, do rapid speed. Um, yeah. uh, uh, they only work for the clay ball, like for Uzi. Um, but um, uh, yeah, we haven't even we didn't even talk about the. Um, there's like a, a power up you can get. That's kind of like an R type or like a, a Gradius maybe esque type of like orb that follows you when you use that as an attack oh yeah right yep yep yeah. okay yeah that definitely reminded me of uh such shooters that i've uh, mentioned before right yep so um yep so uh you also there's also there's also golden stars you can find every now and then they'll give you like a free life uh you also gotta be yep. careful about uh uh you also have to be careful about things like uh, um like being just clay traps you have to call clay traps um of course they are <laughs> Uh, spikes, bad bricks, uh, um, and, um, and wind socks. I, I, I did not know that was called a wind sock. A uh, wind sock, like the book, uh, um, uh, um, flight of this game. So cool. 
So I now know it has a name. <laughs> the item in the game or the item in general? The, the item in general. Really? Yeah. You've I, never I heard did. of Windsock? I heard of it. I, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know. You know, I didn't know that's what it was called though. Um, huh. So weird. Yeah. So. But all right. Cool. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, and finally, last but not least, you would uh, last, 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 last but not least, yeah, you can also find um, you know pinatas every now and then, which you break open to find items. So, um, so I think that's pretty much everything. Uh, uh, so I think it's pretty much. Uh, so I think. So I think. Uh, so I think it's pretty much everything we can talk about as far as the game goes. Um, I don't really have too much negative to say about the game. Uh, the controls. Uh, the controls. There, there are. are yeah. You know, one thing we mentioned before, that could be, you know, I wish you could, I wish you could like remap the controller. That would help. Um, I I wish run and attack weren't on the same button. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know, if you could remap the controller, that would solve that problem. So. Um, no, if the developers thought of the fourth button on the on the face <laughs> of the controller, then this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I suppose so. But, yeah. Um. um so uh, the the collision detection in this game seems very good. I thought there were a couple of spots where I could have swore that I hit, um, you know, that I was off. So it might just be because the hitboxes, the hitboxes of the creatures are creatures are very are very different, different. And if you're using one heavily and switch over another creature, but you don't realize it, so um, got to be very careful. I think switching between creatures that you have to. Because you really have to, because and this is a good thing I think. You really have to, you, you really have to adopt your adopt your playing style to change, depending upon the creature you're at. So you got to be mm. very careful, and you know, careful about enemies, how you approach them, that kind of stuff. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah. I really don't have too much too much else negative, uh, uh negative, um, negative say about the game. Um. You know, beyond that point. Uh. The game. The game reviewed very well when it came out. The game sold very well when it came out. Um, I um I couldn't find any sales figures, but the game, um, you know, the game got very uh, favorable marks uh, in the magazines the day and whatnot. Uh, um, you know, even nowadays, Star Wars, you know, um, you know, Star Wars reviews very well. Uh, I guess an average of four out of five stars. Oh, all right then. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, like I said, uh, you know, start the podcast. This is a very, you know, this is a very like well thought of, like well beloved uh, platformer, like these reasons. So. So, so, um, you know, and I can understand why. Uh, I'm kind of sorry I missed this game back when I was a kid because I think, it was, um, you know, because I think, it was, yeah, because I think I really would have enjoyed it. So, uh, I know platformers are not. Uh, so I know platformers are not. Uh, platformers are you know, not your favorite genre, George. But what do you think about the game overall? Uh, I think it was pretty good. I mean, definitely, uh, this is definitely one of those games where they put a lot of effort into it. Yes. Um, I don't know what they put the most effort into, but it definitely is a product of quality. Um, I wasn't I wasn't too crazy playing it, but it definitely wasn't as bad as some other platformers that we've played yeah. uh, for this podcast. So yeah, it has a lot of, like uh, yeah, exactly. I think like you know like we talked about the podcast, the uh, podcast. This game is a lot of the, uh, you know this game has a lot of like. Um, has a lot of like unique factors, uh, factors and things to it, which kind of make it like stand out. So, right. so, uh, yeah, very fun, very challenging game. Uh, uh, well, challenging, challenging in the sense that, uh, challenging in the sense that, in the sense that I thought it was a very like good, well balanced difficulty challenge. It wasn't, 
you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like bashing your controller, uh, the, uh, you know, against the you know against the wall hard. Um, so which a lot of platformers, right. which a lot of platformers of this game, which a lot of platformers of this day, I meant to say, uh, were uh, like were definitely so. Right, right. So uh, the game. So, because the game sold very well, uh, and um, apparently had a very large print run, uh, the game's, uh, you know, the game's, the game's, the game's pretty cheap today to get, um, at least in CIB form. Uh, I'm sorry, at least in cart form. CIB form is, of course, pricier, but then, of course, that's typical for uh, CIB games. Right. Uh, 40 copies of the game currently listed on eBay, 25 copies recently sold. These are all, these are all North American versions of the game, also from, uh, uh, also from the U.S. or uh, U.S. or Canada. These prices include shipping. Uh, card only. Uh, you can have the same, uh, uh, price, prices, prices sold anywhere range over from $6 to $29. That's not bad at all. Nope. Very, very cheap. No. So, that's pretty good. Yeah, so, that's pretty good, actually. Yep. Definitely worth $6. So, right. uh, CIB, pricier, but still not bad for Super NES games. Uh, CIB, uh, C- um, uh, there was actually only two CIB examples, uh, uh, two, two examples of this game, CIB, that sold recently, uh, actually. Um, one of them sold for, uh, uh, one of them sold for $40.50, the, the, the other one sold for, the other one sold for $76. Wow. So, I mean, so, not bad still, as far as, like, CIB, uh, uh I, prices go. I know. guess. But, but, uh. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, this game has not been re-released, just, uh, um, um, uh, like anywhere. Uh, it's not been, a, you know, you know, it's not been on the virtual console. It's not, you know, it's not any, you know, you know, it's not gotten any like uh, ports anywhere. So, um, so, uh, so if you want to play it, emulation or cards, or cards are the way to go. So, um, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why you would think a game as popular as this would have been snapped up as, um, uh, I, I, I snapped up by somebody, um. You know, visual concepts is still a business today, so they probably like would have been happy to negotiate the rights. I'm not sure. They're, Wait, they're, they're still hang. around? Uh, I thought so, based upon the past, the past, but the, the um, you know, based upon our past, our past podcast. Let me confirm that real quick. Uh, hmm. I thought. I would want to know what they're doing then. Uh, yes, they're still around. Uh, they are. Uh, uh, they are part of. Uh, 2K Sports. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're all making. So I uh, see. So, yeah, they're. So yeah, since since uh, since uh, since uh, since 2002, all they've done is like sports games because of that. Okay. So, actually, I'm sorry. Not all sports games. The sports games. They 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 have made a few non-sports games. Uh, I'm over just the waiting years. for them to uh, release a sports game where everyone's made a play. Uh, for example. <laughs> Like for example, they made the, like for example, they made the pretty, they probably would, um, they probably, uh, they probably would like for, they, they probably would, they probably would like for us to forget they made this game, uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of Silver Surfer for the, uh, uh, the PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2006. So. Is that a bad game? It did not review very well. I've not played it myself, uh, so, I can't, so I can't comment on that beyond that. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, so uh, so uh, so yeah, so maybe it's because the the only thing I think about I think about is that clay, um, yeah, the think about this possible reason is that Claymates, like Clay Fighters, was developed jointly with Danger Productions, which was uh, uh, which is the company which handled all the animation work. Uh, you know, uh, you know they had you know you know they actually handled all the clay the clay motion, the stop the, the stop animation, that kind of stuff. So 
they may have been because they didn't have visual concepts. May, concepts may not have had the entire rights their the rights to the game because of that. So maybe, so maybe they couldn't even offer it. Uh, uh, yeah, but is that company still around? No, they're not around anymore. So didn't think so. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, it's always it's always a question mark. What happens? What happens to rights when companies go out of business? So sometimes right. Sometimes. Sometimes, you know, sometimes other companies, you know, sometimes other, sometimes other companies acquire them as part of a, um, you know, as part of a package. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes companies, sometimes, sometimes companies get the rights without even knowing they have the rights. And other times, the rights just go into limbo, which nobody. Um, <laughs> and sometimes the rights go to a law firm for some reason. Yeah. System what shock, game was that so. again? System Shock. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Very so. weird. Yep. So it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> what about the whole like you know Bruja that happened recently? Like, what did, uh, 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 you know, like my Star Trek Origin? Did you hear about that? No, what happened with that? Well, the uh, Star Doc Star Doc bought the rights to the franchise, right? But uh, uh, but Toy for Bob has stored the rights to the name. So oh when, geez. So when Star Docs came out with the new Star Trek Origins game recently, uh, they got sued by Toys for Toys Bob's and the game got yanked from sale for a short period of time. Like, um, you know, until they worked out a compromise, and the game's out for sale, and it's and the game's not available for sale again. All right then. So yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, Claymates. Very. Uh, I was surprised just like how good this game is. Very good platformer game. Uh, I um, definitely check it out. Um, you know, if you're, um, you know, if you're a fan of like platform games. Yeah, it's a cool. Game. Uh, yeah. I definitely see why Daniel loved this game so much as a kid because uh, um, it's, uh, uh, um, it's a very like endearing game. So. Yeah, definitely one of those games that stick with you, uh, uh, you know, like over the years. So besides Daniel, uh, uh, Daniel, we also want to thank our other Patreon backers at this time. Uh, if, you, if, you're interested, if you're interested in joining this cool list, uh, please check us out at www.patreon.com forward slash DSNES podcast. Uh, for those dollars a month, you can get the perks, perks you such be shouted out there on the podcast. Uh, being able to dictate a game for us, like um, you know, Daniel did. Get, um, and getting your uh, um, can getting early access to fe- uh, 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 to the feeds. You get the episode a couple days early. We also want to thank at this time, besides Daniel, uh, Chad, Lowry, Richard, and Swell, like for support of the podcast. So, so thank you very much, guys. We can be on yeah, a- thanks. So we can be found so we can be found on Facebook. Uh, uh, you like we have a, a, a group on there. Uh, we also are a proud member of both the Throwback Network and Retro Junkies po- uh, po- uh, Podcast Networks. We can find a whole bunch of other great podcasts, both retro and, non- uh, and non-retro gaming related. Uh, we're also available on iTunes. Uh, and, and if you want to, you can also email me directly. Uh, the email is the SNES Podcast at, Yahoo, at yahoo.com. George, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you're interested. Uh, that would be at Mr. Chief at M-I-S-T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F. And uh, that's about it. All right, already then. So, George, it's your pick for this podcast next. So, what are we playing next time? Oh boy, we're gonna be playing a game that didn't come out over here yet again. Yet again. <laughs> uh, Energy Breaker. George is George is interested in Japanese picks, but uh, I'm interested no, in good games. Well, it looks well. It looks curious. <laughs> it looks interesting at least. I'll give it that. Much. It's like a so. Final Fantasy Tactics S game but there's more to it yeah I'm, it's yeah, kind I'm, of it's kind of complex and i'm still trying yeah. to figure out how to play it 
I have not played it too much, too much yet, but uh, too much yet, but I'm also gonna get, uh, 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 too much yet, but I also got a tactics orb, uh, a tactics orb, uh, by for two, so, um, so, uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, should be interesting to check out, so, uh, it's, uh, it's, it, it, like, most of the, it, like, many of the Japanese games are, are translated, are translated, are translated these days, which you usually play by just applying, um, well, it depends, sometimes you have to apply the fix, the translation, the translation fixture to, to your ROM, on a, to your ROM yourself, but, uh, other times you, other times you can find the ROM, uh, uh, poses somewhere like already translated for you, so. Right, and they're not actually supposed to be doing that. Correct, but, yeah. I, but, but these old games, most companies, most companies, like, don't care, uh, um, so, uh, I've never heard, I've never heard of anybody getting in trouble, uh, uh, you know, like, by doing that, so, but, uh, anyway, so, that's what we're covering our next episode, uh, we have some other special, special games episodes planned in the episodes to come, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and as always, we always appreciate your support very much. Thank you very much for taking the time to, 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 to listen to us. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, play with Clay every now and then. He, you know, it's very, like, therapeutic. I, that's a weird suggestion, but okay. Well, it's true. It's been proven studies. Or you could just play video games. That works, too. <laughs> <laughs> i take care of all. Hmm, play your video games. <laughs> Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep from power.